Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ike MMA Show or the Ike MMA Podcast. I'm enjoyed. I'm rejoined in studio um, with the man himself, Mr. Shamrock BJJ. Shem, how are you doing? You know, like that. I mean, how are you feeling? I mean, I was, I gave you that introduction, but with the way things are now, especially um, um last year, towards the tail end of last year, Everybody knows who you are. You don't need any any intro. <laughs> if you say so. Well, you don't. I mean, come on. Everybody um knows your name, um, and you know you've um stayed active, and of course your backstory as well about um all the stuff you had to go through right up until this point. Oh, <laughs> what did you say? No, sorry. I said that um everybody knows who you were especially in the city of liverpool um yeah where you so where you're coming from where you're fighting out of and so you know um that's basically the point i was making it you don't need any, any intros um people here especially in the uk and irish and mixed martial arts scene they know who you are so um just by seeing you they know your name you don't need the introduction that's basically what i'm saying okay <laughs> well look um uh after your, t- your two uh wins um last year um contenders and the FCC and mixed martial arts um, how are things how are you feeling how are things now you know um, yeah I'm on top of the world but I'm good <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> uh, you know um, I it's been a long time now since we tried um, I tried to get this interview done and I was saying to myself I was saying to you that I really want to get it done as soon as possible because I know there's a queue of people ahead of me behind me and very soon I'll be speaking to an agent or to one of your managers to get this <laughs> to get this interview done because look I yeah there's the, the, the issue of the um, being chased for interviews being chased for your knowledge being chased for your talent and being chased for your skill and for your coaching and everything but you know I put that down to that's the price of success people see you doing well they want to know how you do that how do you achieve that you know that kind of thing yeah I'll be doing um, I'll be doing paid interviews only soon <laughs> no <laughs> good good I like that I love that I like that um no, so, so um and i also saw on instagram that's um you're now the new face of octagon um mma yeah man i've um signed a four fight deal with octagon and i'll be fighting at least at least three times this year you'll see me out nice nice uh, yeah, nice no that's awesome that's very good news very good news. i love i love that um I was um listening to um an interview you had earlier with I think it's it's MMA all the way, and I did want to uh, uh, something that did intrigue me is um what is as in the secret to you to your success and you know just how you go about fights, um is that of course there's the standard you know you um make weight stay in a healthy diet stay active spar, um make sure you get plenty of rest and sleep. But is there any one thing that you do that you always do before a fight? Is it prayer or is it, um, I, I don't know, is it just one particular component that you always keep in mind that you always do before, um, in the run-up to any fight you do, you're going to be competing in? Um, not really, lad. No, I like, I like to have a sleep. That's about it. 
Like I don't really I don't really like to take it too serious. I don't like to put too much pressure on myself until I get there. Once I get to the venue, it's strictly business. Mm-hmm. But before that, I just like to treat it like it's another day and I wake up in the morning, I do a light little workout to wake myself up. I have a nap through the day. I make sure to eat good, drink loads of water. But I just try and not really put too much thought about oh, tonight, tonight, or stress. And then once I get there, I'm dialed in and I just warm up and just, just have fun, lad. I just think I love what I do. So it doesn't really, it's not like I build it up to be something super scary. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy to get in there. Of course, I'm nervous when I do it. Ah, but okay. It's it's what I train for, isn't it? No, no, of course, definitely. You you always make sure that your confidence always greatly overshadows any nerves you may have before you step into the octagon of the cage. Um, sometimes it might be the other way around, but you just got to fight scared then if that's the case. But the more you do it, the less scared you'll be, but you'll never be less nervous. The nervousness is the same. You can't take that away or sometimes... It might be more because the fight means more to you, but the nervousness doesn't really go away. The fear, you can, the more you do it, the less scared you are because you, you know the outcome and you believe in yourself anyway. Yeah. Um, that That is true because um, people do, it's something that I even fall into the trap of, you know, people may complain that a fighter is not doing this or a fighter is not performing to their best, so on, but. I do wonder if you were in their shoes and walking to the octagon, or at least in the whole process, preparing for the fight and for the um, making weight camp, just doing everything, knowing that at the end of it, you've got to make sure that you win, just to make sure that everything you did in the run-up to that was not put in vain. You know, would you still be criticizing and complaining? I mean, you're not in their shoes, so you don't have to take all the beatings. And, you know, so I try to really watch what I say and watch how I react to certain things that I see, you know. Yeah, a lot of people, they don't realise, like, they just think, oh, I could do that, oh, he's shit, or why didn't he just get back to his feet, or ah, he doesn't want it enough, or ah, he's finished him when someone takes a loss. But most people that speak like that are casual fans. A guy yeah. a guy can take four losses in his career and then come come back and go on to be UFC <clears throat> champion, or we, we've seen crazy things, like yeah. Masvid, people like Masvidal who never had a good start, or Jan who maybe never had the best start in the UFC. And then they come turn it around and come to be a big star. So I don't really listen to the casual fans, lad. Like, you just listen to your, more your coaches and you know your level from who you train with. Excuse me. You've never had that situation yourself or not anyone in your, as in anyone you train with, you spar with, who's had that sort of situation. Maybe it'll be outside of a fighting or combat sporting related environment. Say so you're at the pub, the supermarket, the train station, the town centre, and someone recognises you from off the telly, as they say. And they say, oh, there's that um, guy or or lass, whoever, who lost that five years and she's a shit fight. That's never, you've never seen that firsthand. It never happened to you first. Am <laughs> hey, I description? Nah, listen, great. listen that, that shit happens all the time. But... Mm. Do you think that happens face to face? Never, because they'll chat shit behind your back. But when they see you in public, they'll ask you for the picture, or they'll be like, "You're all right, lad." <laughs> and that's how people work. Yeah, but they'll yeah. say it online. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. We're living in that sort of um time now. That people will be so vicious and ferocious online with their words, but 
in real life, you rarely ever get anyone that will actually say it to the other person's face. You make, you make a very good point. Too many people will have, have gone too long without getting punched in the face. That's why. Definitely, definitely. Um, now, when you uh won your fights um at the uh, FCC MMA against Thompson, <clears throat> I remember your speech that um, um, you referred to Dana White and the UFC that you know that they're watching uh your win and finish, and that, you know I th- I believe that they were definitely. There's nowhere that they weren't. One way or the other, the world would have gone back to Dana White. But I mean, and well, not... fight pass shared it. Sorry, UFC fight pass shared it. So, no, of course, I'm sure there's no way that Dana White would not have seen your performance that night. What I'm saying is, that this is not to um kind of like put you off. Um, and it kind of relates to something else I'm going to ask you later on. But with the way things are now with the UFC. There's nothing that will kind of nudge you in the direction of going to another promoter. And I say this almost as in I'm playing devil's advocate, maybe. What do you mean? No, as in um, the UFC, there's the issue of the fighters pay. Although, of course, they're like the superstar um, brand of mixed martial arts. And um, there's the issue of the the judging that people don't like how they judge the fights. And there's the issue of Dana White and... Um, you know, the issue he had with his wife in on New Year's Eve. Mm. Um, None of that puts you off, as in you wouldn't like set your sights and say another promoter that might maybe you may not get the star power that I believe you do deserve, but they would pay you better and financially you'd be well looked after. Um, I, I've, I've said it always from the beginning. I, I don't do this for money. I don't care about money. Mm. Um, If I would, if I would fight for money, if I would started to do this for money I'd be in another job I'd be in another career and I'd definitely be richer than I am now as a fighter like it, a fight goes a lot to fight and the highest organisation the highest level of MMA in the world everyone knows the UFC and that's why I aspire to fight in the UFC because I want to be able to show people I am the best in the world mm-hmm. simple as that I'm happy to be with Octagon now and I'm 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 you know, uh, so thankful for the opportunity and I, I couldn't be in a better place. But eventually, that's my dream and that's my goal. On Upon arriving at the UFC, is there any particular weight class that you'd have your eyes set? I mean, there's the obvious one because of your current weight now, lightweight or like heavyweight, but is there any specific weight class you'd like to be a part of in the roster? Um, I'm just looking to fight the best names. So it's who they offer, isn't it? If they offer ah. someone good at featherweight, I can go down. If they offer someone good at, at lightweight, I can I can stay at lightweight. If they offer someone good at a catchweight or one seventy, if the names are right, I I go up and down. Me, I wouldn't really. I'm I'm looking for the best fights. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Then what name would you like to go up against? Um, uh, in the UFC. But I, it, goes without, it goes without saying, bro. You want to fight the champions? <laughs> of course yeah, you do, yeah, but yeah. no one just comes to the UFC and fights for the title, lad. you got to pay your dues and mm. win some fights, innit? Of course, definitely. I'm going to kind of... um, It's going to branch um off kind of best also to do with the um, UFC, so... so. Um, uh, no, sorry. 
Jake Paul and Logan Paul. I can't. I heard this in your last interview. Um, a money fight with them would never, never interest you at all. I'd never say never. Like anything can happen, but these these, these type of people don't want to fight me. All I do is fight. All I do is train. That's my full time job, and I've been doing it longer than them. Yeah, These guys yeah. want to fight people they can beat. But obviously, Jake Paul and Logan Paul, for me, is far-fetched because they're completely different weight class than me. But I get what you're saying in terms of, like, maybe there's someone else or the next YouTube guy or the next pop star who wants to start boxing or there's always some knobhead lad. <laughs> and I, I said... The, the, after they fight... No, no, please continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, that, that's it. I'm not the guy they fight because they fight someone like me. They look stupid. No, I, I get that. And um, for anyone listening to this, uh, in fact, some people who I used to co-host with, I'm not saying this because uh, because I'm hating on Jake Paul. I'm not hating on Jake Paul or his brother at all. Um, I'm saying this because of the um, what he's... You know, he recently signed, signed up with PFL. And so um, I think his intention is to, whilst he's working with them, he wants to make sure that the fighters there do get paid and properly. And of course, that will in turn probably spite staying away in the UFC, which is why um, I, kind of, I kind of um, I wanted to get your opinion on that on that whole matter, whether Monifa wouldn't interest mm. you at all with that guy. Um, <laughs> when 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 offers are on the table, it's different, isn't it? You don't yeah. know, but um, your um fellow um Liverpoolian Heidi Pimblet, um, mm-hmm. I've never understood his um why he does this um that uh, I'm not sure um people of God's trying to make sense of it as well. This once he's f- um, finished a fight, he will balloon up in size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> once he's ready for a fight. He shreds down and makes weight. I've just never understood, understood yeah. that. He's just enjoying his life, bro. That's his style. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He wants to. He wants to eat good food. Mm. Everyone's got a different a different way of life, bro. You know, and that's just how it is, lad. That's his way. He likes to fucking enjoy himself after this fight. Um, can that be? good for you as an athlete or can it eventually start having an effect on your performance in the cage going up in weight and then going down in weight you know constantly like that um, I, know, I know you're not a doctor or anything like, but you're like you've had to make yeah. weight and you know keep to a strict diet sweat off the fat and you know um, still honestly I believe if you cut on weight Regardless of whether you do it right, even if you're cutting weight four times a year, it's not good for your body anyway. Like, you, we're not supposed to be doing it, and we're all doing it. Every fight is doing it. And after this fight, he likes to eat good. Okay, maybe he should eat a lot and he maybe eat a bit cleaner, but everyone's just got, got their own way. Like, when he, when he comes to fight, he's shredded, he performs well, he doesn't gas out, he's fucking there with an eight pack. So no one can say like, oh, look, if you do that, you'll be shit or you'll lose. He's won four fights in the UFC, so <laughs> I- I'm not going to say don't do it because it's working for him. Mm. But 
it's not my way. Like, I just prefer to eat clean all year round. But for me, I enjoy the food I eat. If I was to eat junk food, I probably wouldn't enjoy it. So it's, it's not my way, you know. In a, in a route to the fight, your as in your diet is strictly strictly clean. I mean, there was a fight who I interviewed just the other day. His fight was going to be on New Year's Eve, and I wondered. How would you do that exactly? Because between New Year's Eve and, say, early December, you've got Christmas in between. You still enjoy Christmas yeah. with the family. So if that was you, how would you go about doing that? Because you don't want to fall off track so badly that you can't See, really... I think everyone's different. And me personally, I always used to think fighting at the end of the year is better than fighting at the beginning of the year. Because at the end of the year... You've got all the holidays coming up. You've got Christmas, New Year. Other people want to party or they want to drink or, or they want to go out and eat your food. Or, or I don't really, I don't celebrate all Christmas, New Year, birthdays. I don't go out and drink. I don't party. I don't take drugs. I don't I eat clean all year round. So anytime that day, damaging their body if they want to still show up and perform to fight six weeks later it's just an advantage for me then because I'm not going through that Yeah, yeah. maybe it doesn't have an effect on them but I think it does like in the long yeah, term I agree yeah any advantage you can get I'll take it bro so that's what I think that's just the way I think after you retire get fat Fucking party every day if you want. <laughs> do whatever you like. Uh -huh. But I feel yeah. like now, as you want to still have an athletic career, then you got to be a bit... you got to sacrifice some things, you know? No, of course. I mean, so you say even when you're not fighting, even when you're not going to be a competing, you still keep your diet very clean. As in, you don't drink, you don't... Your diet is still very... You don't ever get bored and sometimes just feel just binge and flex and just relax, you know. Just uh, God, I've been doing this for so let me just let me just enjoy myself for just a week or so, you know. You know? What 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 do what do you love more than anything in the world to do? Like if you could go and do anything tomorrow, you could take the day off work tomorrow and go and do it. What would you do? Swimming, I don't know, bungee jumping. What what would you pick? Well, you've got me on the spot now. Um, spend time with your family, anything? Spend time. It'll be more than one thing, but I mean, I, I can't give you a... For me, for, yeah. for me, that one thing is martial arts. There's nothing more I love to do. I'm not as good at anything else as I am at this. There's nothing that gets me as motivated. There's nothing that makes me as happy. Mm. This is all I want to do, lad. I just want to train. And, like, even if I couldn't fight, I'd be happy to just be training every day and trying to become one of the best athletes in the world, even if I couldn't showcase it. So the eating clean thing just comes hand in hand. Like, I understand what it does for me performance. And I know when I eat something bad, I feel bad and I perform bad. Yeah. And then because I feel bad and I perform bad, it, it doesn't make me happy, do you know what I mean? When I'm eating clean, I'm performing well and I'm feeling well and ultimately it makes me happy in the long run. So uh, it's, it's a no-brainer for me. That's a, that's a very good answer.
Where you would go outside. <laughs> Look, um, I followed your story, um, for a long while, and I've listened to the interviews you've given to people, and seen how you perform in the cage. You're good at what you do. You're a good mm. mixed martial artist. You're still only twenty eight. What? Oh, well, you're still very young. You're still very young. Have you never? I know, I know you're very busy in uh, in your day and your schedule is always hectic, but have you not ever considered probably starting up your own podcast? Because you're clearly someone who's very intelligent. You've been through a lot, but I think maybe despite what's happened to you, it's always, you know, it's made you smarter, made you a lot more intelligent. <laughs> and, you know, well, I think many people would maybe want... socially. Sorry? Maybe socially. Well... I think that if you did start your own podcast, many people would listen because a lot of people would want to hear what you have to say since you're so successful with the mixed martial arts thing. You know, many people, especially in combat sports, would want to hear your opinion on things with the judging and any other sorts of um, affairs that would be happening within the combat sporting scene. Uh, do you know what? I've thought about loads of other avenues and I've had loads of opportunities thrown at me in the past and still currently now. And Honestly, I, I I like to just turn them all down and just mm. focus on training. Like, I know it could be a good avenue and it could boost my profile and get me to the UFC quicker. Or I don't know, maybe in the long run it could do something like that for me. But will it make me a better martial artist? Will it take time away from me training? Like, the time that I do have outside of the gym, I use it to sleep, to recover, to eat, and then do me physio stuff and then I'm back in the gym like I don't really have much time as it is and I feel like anything that kind of has me one foot in one foot out will it be as dedicated to me sport as I am now so sometimes I feel like less is more just being able to only focus on training and nothing else I don't have to worry about me I like having a family kids and a wife I don't have to worry about having a job I feel like if I do something like a podcast, it, it, I might enjoy it. It could be like a new passion. But will it take away from me training maybe? Even if it's only 1%, then I just, I just wouldn't want to do it. No, I can see this mixed martial arts. It's in your blood. <laughs> no, and that's that's good. It shows that you, it, you that you care about the craft itself more than anything, even any rewards it might give you which is good because some people, yeah, they're in it just for the money, for the sponsorship and for the fame, but you clearly don't care about that. You care just about the, um, the sports itself, what you're doing. And that that's good. And I like that. I like that a lot. Um, God. what do you think about the UFC slap league? <laughs> what, whatever they call it, God, I heard that the racing on that thing was awful. Uh, what's your opinion <laughs> on it? I don't know about the ratings and all of that. and I ain't trying to cause no problems with Dana, but it's not something I'd watch. But if you are a grown man and you want to get paid money to get slapped in the face, then that's your business. Go and do what you're doing. Cool, do it over there. I don't mind. Well, you'll never see Shamrock in the slap league. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No, it, a million uh, pounds wouldn't get Shamrock in the slap league. No, it's a bizarre one. I don't know where Dana got that idea from. <laughs> no idea. Look, um, uh, 
Hey, I, I hope he makes money off it. Good, good luck to him, but mm. it's, it's not for me. No, no, no. Me neither. It's a, it's, it's a strange one. Um, and just the last few questions. UFC two eighty seven. Pereira versus Adesanya. Who do you, who have you got? Who do you think is gonna win? Adesanya. Really? Come on, bro. I'm Nigerian. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, no, yeah. Right. I, no, I, I forgot that. But, but I will say that. Remember, these two have had some. They also fought more Thai wise outside of the UFC, outside of mixed martial arts. So, someone even mentioned to me that Pereira, Pereira will be in Adesanya's head. So, um, yeah, he probably will. But I feel like they fought that many times. They know enough about each other's game. This will probably be the last time they ever fight. I felt like the last fights are probably a good indicator. It's probably the best indicator because the only time you've ever fought MMA, mm. and the most recent time. Um, and I felt like he was doing well. He just he just got finished. Mm. I feel like if he yeah. comes out and he's a, a little bit more reserved, and he can kind of make the fight a bit more boring and try and force it to go five rounds. I think he can do the same again, but without getting finished. Yeah. And maybe win a decision. But, but you never know, lad. Pereira could just come out and just chin him again. Because he is a fucking unit, isn't he? Let's be honest, he's a light heavyweight. Yes, yeah. Right, of course. And oh, Time will tell, lad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think um, if he's lost that last fight, he'll probably make sure he does everything in his plan, uses use everything in his arsenal to make sure that he doesn't leave that cage when... <laughs> Until he's either a KO submission, whatever. But until he's won, I think probably make him work even hard to make sure he leaves with the win in the next fight. That's just my opinion. Um, Fury versus Paul. Go on. Oh, who I think will win? No, we'll go on. What are you going to ask me about it? You just said no. Okay, no. no. Who do you think is going to win? Fury versus Paul. Is that what you're asking? Um. I don't even know if the fight will happen, to be honest, bro. Like, Yeah, 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 of course. Can you get a visa to go America? No, no, no. Does Paul really want to fight him? Um, I think the fight's going to be held in the Middle East. I think Saudi Arabia... Oh, is it going to be? Yeah, that's the only way yeah. I could see it happening. If it was in Dubai, then maybe I could see it could happen, yeah. Um, I don't know who's going to win, bro, to be honest. And I won't be, I won't be buying no pay-per-views. And to reach their own, wish them good luck on that, but mm. I'll stay over on the on this side watching MA. <laughs> <laughs> uh last but not least, Shem, any shout outs you want to give? Um shout out to all the team, my sponsors, you know, you are <laughs> yeah. all right. So Shem, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm sure the next nice time. Summer. Next time, we'll probably have to wait even longer because <laughs> a lot more other people. And I've got a feeling you will definitely have to get someone to stand in for you to handle all the interviews and the appointments. I've got a good <laughs> feeling that mm-hmm. that will happen. But well, guys, yeah. guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you did listen to the podcast to this extent, to the end, please don't forget to hit the like button and to subscribe to the channel. You can also catch the episodes on Spotify, iTunes and on Google Podcast. Shem, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. See you later, Ron. Take care.